You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta News Bulletin, live from Baxter Booth Studios here in downtown Batuta, the old city district. The date is the 15th of October. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. Errol Park is currently away on a sabbatical, but we are joined today, of course, as always, by the Richard Moorcroft of the Diamantina Shire, Wendell Hussey. How are you, Wendell? Very well, Clancy. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. We've had a bit going on in the news this week. A lot of sport off the back of the grand final, obviously. Both grand finals moving into the Rugby World Cup, Bathurst over the weekend. How have you been going, mate? Have you been behaving? I've been behaving. Certainly behaving better than the other boys who've been over in Bali having a good time, as we'll touch on in this bulletin. Well, what's in the news today, mate? Well, let's get started with some national news, Clancy. And there have been a lot of headlines about the Extinction Rebellion. And while it seems as though the protests may have started to calm down a little bit, there are still some people who are very fired up. We wrote a story about one of those people from our very own town. That was Boomer, who claims people can't say anything nowadays, also says protesters should be run over. Yes, uh, according to Bruce Abbott Howard, that's his name, prominent local post-war retiree, he's no longer as worried about political correctness gone mad as he is about political disobedience gone mad, muddying the waters of political debate by simultaneously being concerned about free speech while also proposing that protesters should be silenced. Bruce is well known in the community for being quite vocal about not being able to say whatever he wants anymore due to these uh, PC police. But at the same time, he has made it clear he thinks these climate protesters should be run over by commuters and killed, or locked up at the very least. He did say he was expecting a knock on the door from the PC police after saying that. So we'll touch in with him to see what's happened there. Chris Blanche, another prominent local boomer from around town, has weighed into the debate, throwing his weight behind Abbott Howard in a slightly confusing manner, saying he fully agrees with the sentiment of running these protesters over before apologising for the fact that he drank water from the streetlights, played with hand sanitizer, and shot toy guns at the curfew and it didn't hurt us. Yes, uh, a very confusing sentiment held by the boomers about how things used to be in the good old days before you were allowed to protest and not say anything at the same time. Before fortnight as well. In other news of national significance and slightly less controversial, phone books are now being delivered directly to recycling bins. Yes, that's right. In a move applauded by green groups, Yellow Pages has announced plans to deliver its iconic telephone directories directly to the nation's recycling bins. This comes after studies have shown that usage of the once indispensable directories have fallen sharply with the advent of the internet and the aftermath of several police royal commissions. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I know a lot of people were angry after the plastic bag ban. They haven't been able to line their bins with anything. So we'll keep an eye and see if anyone can light fires next winter with newspapers instead. And speaking of great initiatives, there's another one set to be introduced across the state. Speed cameras to be fitted with Instagram filters to appeal to younger demographic. Yes, in a bid to help young drivers keep off their phones while driving, uh, while also encouraging the youth to engage in the Australian pastime of driving too fast and subsequently raising revenue for the state government, the feds of today announced plans to outfit all speed and red light cameras with Instagram filters. Project Orange Duck, as it's known, will be expected to cost the taxpayer $174 million and will begin in February of 2020 with a completion date of June 2024, depending on who the contractors are behind this new infrastructure project, could very well be the Spanish, in which case they might fuck off with the money. In some entertainment news now, and film snob accidentally enjoys the Joker after downloading pirated version dubbed in French. 
Yes, this film has left critics divided around the world, but it has been given some glowing praise from a local film buff. The woman says there's a massive difference between films and movies and confirmed that the Joker is actually more of a film after watching the whole thing in Francaise. Is that how you say it? Francaise? I couldn't tell you, Clancy. In French. It sounds about right. Yeah. In French. In French. Candace, a young, privately educated white feminist who was inspired by Lena Dunham to get into film and screenplay writing, says obviously she agrees with every criticism of the Joker as well, like especially the opinion pieces that criticise the film for being problematic. But despite all of that, she thinks it was really well done, obviously still under the impression that it was a French film. Now, sports news, and the wait is finally over. The NRL off-season has officially kicked off with 300 haymakers outside a Balinese nightclub. Yes, big Nas. Following up from last year's biggest ever off-season of all time, arguably, this year has finally kicked off in spectacular fashion. In an event that can only be described as quintessentially rugby league, video has emerged of a Storm player, Nelson Asofa Solomana, in Bali going ballistic out front of a nightclub while a small army of security guards try and subdue the big fella was very impressive. Now, Alex Burns, a local from Matuta who was actually at the front of that venue at the time, told us he managed to grab a quote from the player after the kickoff, and it went as follows. Yeah, look, mate, we had a great preseason during the 2019 NRL warm-ups, and physically I couldn't feel any better, and I'm just feeling primed for a massive season. But as we all know, the real stuff starts now, and it's always great and important to get some points on the board early. So I'm glad that I could do that, and hopefully the boys can kick on from here and we can make it our biggest season yet. I think the fans deserve that. Well, we know the fans love off-season, and yeah, off to a good start. Good to see the boys keeping fit as well. Now, what else in sporting news, Wendell? Well, in other egg ball news now, the Japanese rugby side transform into Super Saiyan during record-breaking victory over Scotland. Yes, the land of the rising sun was ecstatic after witnessing 23 of their fastest and strongest servants unlock their dormant Saiyan powers. In a side to behold, the Japanese rugby side began to emit a golden glow which surrounded each man as their hair turned blonde in something that hasn't been seen since the modern Japanese folklore of Dragon Ball Z. This resulted in the Brave Blossoms defeating Scotland 28-21 in a thrilling match and securing their spot in the quarterfinals where they will take on the Springboks. Good luck to them. Anyway, that's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to join us again next time for your weekly dose of honest and hard-hitting regional news. Until then, I'm Wendell Hussey. I'm Clancy Overall. You be kind to each other.